Well, James Avis, uh, welcome to Chateau Impney Hill Climb 2017. You've come over all the way from Sussex with your uh, RS200. Uh, very smart looking, one of the Class B rally cars. Looking forward to taking this up the hill? Oh, very much so. It's, um, it, it's, it's what it was built for, you know, and it, you know, it sits around most of the time. So to get the opportunity just to come here is fantastic. Just to let her sort of, you know, give her a breath 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 of fresh air, you know, sort of rather than stuck in a garage. And, and the sunshine today of uh, course, James. Now, well, just it's the a most beautiful place, isn't it? It's it's a great view as you come up the hill from a driver's perspective, isn't it? With the, the chateau appearing in front of you. I've no idea. It's your first time. Yeah. Oh yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> now, let's first of all let's just talk about the uh, the car, James. There's there's a couple of names on the side. One one of whom catches my eye because I watched him race many times at Stig Blomquist. So tell me about the car and its history. Well, the car basically started off as a rally spec car, um, and Stig then drove it. Um, so did um, Malcolm Wilson, you know, and uh, they both. You know, I've had it now for oh, 13 years. You know, and um, really, you know, she's a fantastic piece of kit. You know, she's got lots of horsepower, loads of grip. She's just great fun. They, like many of the rally cars from that era, they were a recognisable shape and they were iconic in, in what they achieved and the drivers that drove them and what they won. Oh, yeah. Well, the uh, RS200, like it was only uh, in the World Championship for six months, you know, then they banned them. Uh, you know, so basically they were, the RS200s were not evolved. This is the original how they were. And uh, like the Quattras were around in 82, whereas they were only around in 86. Yeah. And that was it. it. It's great. We're here in the, in the paddock in the sunshine, James, and there's a line of the Class B rally cars. The Audi Quattro is here. They've got the, the, um, the Peugeots. We've got the Opel Manta. They're just so evocative, these shapes, aren't they? So many of the cars nowadays have this very um, samey outline to them, whereas these cars were so recognisable. Oh, yeah. No, basically, um, I have just sold, because I had a WRC, I, I had Carlos Sainz's uh, Focus, and quite frankly, it was boring. <laughs> because, they, you know, if you made a mistake or something, you, I think, you know, you, the car would just sort it out for you. This thing, you you get it wrong, and it will bite you really badly. <laughs> so you know, there's none of the electronics in here. They're very, you know, you can't even handbrake a Group B car because it's solid from front to back. You know, there's no differential in between, just so that you can handbrake it around a corner. So they are monsters. You know, as the BBC program. A while back said they are monsters you know and you've got i've got about 500 brake horsepower and uh it, it's very exciting and it's very they're very good to drive but you have to drive them there's no electronics you know it is what you do with the steering wheel the gear stick and the brakes it's an interesting point you make, James, isn't it? With so much technology, be they rally cars or circuit cars, Formula One cars, whatever they are nowadays, an awful lot of technology and driver aids in there. These were drive-by-the-seat-of-your-pants down to the talent of the driver machines, weren't they? Oh, yeah, there's no, there's no aids. And they have got phenomenal road holding. And on a rally car, you don't want phenomenal road holding. You want them upset so that you can work with it. And for that, you need big brake horsepower. 
That's why they've got big brake horsepower, so you can upset the car and make it move around a bit. Whereas the Focus, you couldn't do that. It was just so... The electronics would push the power from the front to the back, to the back to the side, to the side, one side to the other side, but not these things. It's a great deal of passion in your voice and just watching you smile and your eyes light up when you, when you talk about this car. You're obviously very attached to it. Oh, yeah, like I said, I've had it for 13 years, you know, and uh, we've been all over Europe, Spain, Czechoslovakia. We, the lights are on it. I, I keep all my lights on it because she goes down to Italy and does, you know, up in the mountains around San Marino and... Uh, you know, we do night stages, oh, night stages in Italy, in an RS200. Can life get any better than that? It sounds tremendous. Now, is this, is this a hobby for you, James? Or, or oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm old, I'm retired. <laughs> so I, I just fool around. I've got several, you know, cars. You know, well, you'll find that most of the guys along this line of Group B cars, they have other cars as well. But... You know, it all comes down at the end of the day to Group B cars. You're looking for a good time up the hill, or are you just going to enjoy oh, yeah. it? Oh, just enjoy it. You know, it's uh... well. That's what we're here for. We're here to enjoy it, but we're also here to make it a spectacle for the public to show. Well, we can't show a lot of what they can do here, but we can give them a taste of what it was like in 1986 with these as they say in the BBC, monsters of rallying. Absolutely. Big crowds uh, expected here this weekend, and I'm sure this will be one of the stars of the show. James, great to catch up with you. Enjoy your time at Chateau Impney. Uh, thank you very much. I just love talking about them. <laughs>